Hey, everybody. This is Jordan McConnell with the Crohn's Veteran Podcast. Welcome. I am joined by my amazing co-host, Renika Wood. How you doing? Great, great. How you doing, Will, as well? Thank you, thank you. Uh, C- uh, CJ uh, Cabrera, the, our other amazing co-host, is off tonight. Uh, wish him well. We, we are grateful to have Ashley Gibson with us. Ashley, Ashley, <laughs> Ashley is the... Um, Miss uh, Oklahoma International 2020. She's 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 a mom. She's a, a C diff, she's a C diff survivor. She's doing all kinds of fun things. Um, how you doing? I'm doing well. It's an all right day. <laughs> well, we're grateful to have you here. You know, you've um, I've been following you for a while. I know you, your, your your content's amazing. You know, off top, I encourage everybody to follow you. You know, and so, you know, support you what you're doing. Um, but I'm curious that this, you know, for people that don't don't know you, you know, aren't familiar with the, you know, the um, modeling circuit, you know, who, who's Ashley Gibson? So I would say I'm a normal person. And mm-hmm. it's funny because I scheduled this and I had, I was talking earlier, I had a uh, dental surgery with my youngest daughter this morning that ended up going way longer than we thought it would. Um, so I was rolling in, in my t-shirt, and <sighs> no, no tan, no lashes, but this is me. This is Ashley Gibson, and I'm okay with that. I've gotten to the point where it's, um, as a Crohn's patient, as a Crohn's, I guess, person surviving every day, uh, some days you get the big lashes, full makeup, big hair me, and some days you get this, and this is mm-hmm. this is what it is, and that's okay with me. Uh, so full-time, I work for a nonprofit here, it's a local nonprofit in Oklahoma City. It's actually attached to the tech school. Cool. And I provide student assistance, student assistance for students that are doing career training. Okay. Um, anybody that needs anything past financial aid. So we have a large in poverty population here in Oklahoma City. And that is kind of my passion. I did career tech or Votech before I went to college. And that's how I paid my way through college. So that's my little passion project on the side, which also happens to be a full-time job and pays the bills. But uh, so two years ago, I was diagnosed with Crohn's. Um, My journey started long before that, as everybody else's did. And I started, so one of the ways that I paid the bills was I had a certification electronics. Mm -hmm. When I was in college, I did concert production. And because I was the only female, that worked for the concert production company that I worked for. Uh, I was also the only one that had a normal color of hair and no tattoos. And so they would send me to pageants and weddings. So I did about a decade of pageant production before I had my youngest daughter. I gave birth to her three weeks after she was born. I had an emergency appendectomy. Two months after that, I went into the hospital with C. diff. Um, that was a long haul. Uh, I was hospitalized for about 12 days with that. They finally figured out what was going on. I had the vancomycin, all the, all the drugs. That was a harsh one. The elimination diets, everything, but I ended up beating that. And so coming out of that, one of my friends said to me, you should talk about this, um, in pageants. And of course I'd only been behind the scenes previously. And I was like, that's not me. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So she finally convinced me. She registered me 
herself and said, well, your name is on the list. So if you don't show up, they're going to be disappointed. And I was like, okay, let's do this. Yeah, it's, all right. Wow. Yeah. I went in, um, it was three months after, no, it was, yeah, February, March. It was two months after I was from CETA. I did my first pageant as a Mrs. Contestant. Um, I did okay, but I ran on the platform of mentoring and mentoring younger people. And so I thought to myself, I can do better than this. I can talk about mentoring, the adversity I've been through. And so I did the next year and I did okay. Um, I placed top 10 in that pageant. And coming out of that, I thought, this really isn't for me. Um, I would rather be behind the scenes of it. So in 2018, the end of 2018, 2019, my daughter, who was four at the time, uh, started to have trouble and ended up getting diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder that's a extremely rare, I guess, autoimmune disorder, PANS. Um, most people know the subset of PANS, which is PANDAS, caused by strep. Hers was caused by Epstein-Barr virus. Right, and so, right. yeah, so when she was diagnosed with that, uh, I started talking more about autoimmune disorders. People were like, wow, how crazy that your daughter would be diagnosed with this. And I'm like, it's actually not because I have Crohn's disease. People were like, what? <laughs> you have what? And so I had to explain, you know, things I had been hiding for multiple years. Um, I would make excuses about what I would eat and make excuses about why I'm so skinny. Um, excuses about why my weight's fluctuating, why I have to visit the bathroom so much, those kind of things. And it would just always kind of play it off. I'd be like, well, I eat really healthy or I, you know me, the, the model type, I just don't eat, ha, ha, ha. Mm. Um, and so when that started to come to light and I started being more open about having Crohn's, having autoimmune disorder, uh, I said something to a fellow pageant sister and she actually told, I said, more people need to know about this. Um, why isn't this being talked about? I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do another pageant. I'm gonna run this as my pageant platform. And she responded with, no, that's a crude platform. Um, the judges will be offended. You don't need to be talking about bathroom problems with people. So uh, that, I, I don't know if you can tell on the video, but I have a little bit of red hair in my gene pool. And that kind of lit a fire under me. And I was like, no, I'm doing this. Um, awesome. Yeah, so I spent about 10 months really just pouring myself into it and meeting people. I actually have a former colleague that in my early years as a professional, I ran a Department of Justice-based program out of Washington, D.C. And I have a former colleague from Illinois whose daughter has um, a, a bowel disorder that mirrors Crohn's or colitis. And so I started talking to her and her daughter, now I believe is 14, but she was about 12 at the time uh, when I really started this. And her daughter was like, if, if you don't talk about it, nobody's going to. And there's other people that are my age that need to know that grownups have this too. And it's not embarrassing. And so that's what really kind of pushed me over the edge for it. Um, so I ran for Mrs. Oklahoma International and I already had it set in my mind that if I didn't win that, that I was going again, that I was going to get to Mrs. International. 
I immediately won Mrs. Oklahoma International. I went to Mrs. International last year. Um, I made second runner up. I got the photogenic award. And I, my Get Gutsy campaign was picked up by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. We did the tour across America, the Get Gutsy tour across America. Mm-hmm. I got to be a spokesperson for them. Um, I got to speak on podcasts and crazy things. I had to walk in fashion shows for a couple designers out of New York that were awesome. Um, and that I would talk about just being different, having an invisible illness and how it's changed my life and changed my functioning. And so I got to educate on that. And I really, that's kind of been my journey with Crohn's because I took it upon myself to be like, man, why aren't people talking about this? Um, And when I started talking about it, I started hashtagging on Instagram. I started meeting more people and more people, you know, both of you and Bad Gut Tim, um, that was a huge, he was one of my first Crohn's and Colitis friends on Instagram. And he was like, you got to keep going. Every time I post, I'd be like, mm, I don't know if this is too yucky to post. And he'd be like, you got to keep going. Just, just keep doing it. Your people are paying attention to you. Um, you just never was, know. Yeah. You just never know whose life you're, you know, and you, yeah. you, know, you really make an impact in this one person's life by doing all that stuff. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's so awesome to hear the, the reasoning, the reasoning why you do everything. And, and that's, you know, the kind of the, the reasoning why Crohn's Confederate exists. It's, you know, it's kind of, you know, the I made it was, you know, was to, you know, it was, it was to be the change you want to see in the world. You know, and you know, I, you know, I didn't see folks that you know, looked like Renika and I, or at least at, at first, you know, you know, that were, that, that were advocating for IBD. Now, now, of course, I know about all that. But, uh, but, but, you know, but, but, but at the time, I was like, you know, why are these, you know, why, to me, that it shouldn't be hard to find. That, that was the problem. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, and so, you know, so I kind of endeavored to, you know, make, you know, somebody, you um, know, advocating for phones, for phones, for, you know, uh, easy to find. Right. And that's, yeah. I, is that your background too? I'm sorry, say it again. Renika, is that your background too? Yes, my background, um, kind of, sort of, but yeah, um, that was with ulcerative colitis in 2010. Um, I always say I was misdiagnosed, but now I think that I probably did have UC and transferred to Crohn's because later on, I was like, how do I go for UC to Crohn's? Wasn't educated on the fact that it could happen that way. <laughs> but right. yeah, I have, I have two pages. I have my Renika page, who's my name, Renika, on my other whatever. But I was like, and I post about Crohn's every now and again, and it's like, nobody will never pick it up. You know, I was like, well, I guess I need it by myself out here. One of my friends was like, you should get you a page, a Crohn's page. I was like, I'm not doing no Crohn's page. Well, no, I ain't doing that. He said, Crohn's is sexy. I was like, <laughs> that's sexy. Okay, then. He's like, grown for Crohn's. So I did the page. And like you said before, I started hashtagging Crohn's, hashtagging uh, IBD, hashtagging whatever I could. And I really, I met, uh, I had met CJ. He was like, I'm a young guy, you know, I got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis a year ago. We connected. And he was like, you know, I do a podcast and this is how I met Jordan, you know. And before that, I had no support system that I could identify with that had the challenges I had. I may meet one or two every now and again, but nothing like I have now that's from the from, from Crohn's Veteran and from my personal page. And I'm also doing some other outside work. So that's definitely how my journey also had, um, went. 
So I'm glad we're able to connect with these hashtags and whatnot, you know, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, and I think that's that's the beauty of it with social media because I do have, I have my family as a support system. Um, I have people now in the pageant mm-hmm. world and actually, so I took over when I gave up my crown, I took over as the director of Oklahoma Air National Pageants because I wanted to provide the same experience for someone else that I had. For me, it was life-changing to be able to connect with people and have people all over the world hear my platform and understand it and not be embarrassed to speak out. Um, So I took over as director and then I got my queen and come to find out Mrs. New Jersey International this year has Crohn's also. She's running an IBD platform and as soon as she got crowned, she added me on Facebook and I was like, no way. <laughs> and so we got to bond over that, but it was really cool because I, it's so rare. I mean, when I was coming into pageants, you didn't see anyone with IBD running that as their platform because it really, it, it was so taboo. Nobody yeah. wanted to talk about, I would always I would joke with my, some of the younger girls I mentor, I would always joke about hashtag poop problems or I would, yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's like gross. And I would, I would be like, oh, I'm the, I'm the poop princess, you know, and just kind of joke about it and laugh it off. But on, once you get past that kind of level of being embarrassed about it, it's just, it's so nice to be able to, talk about it and have people connect and relate to you. Definitely, it is. Definitely. I definitely agree. Definitely. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jordan. Um, no, oh, I was, um, well, I guess, you know, my, well, my, well, my question is, um, you know, what, you know, on that, uh, that tour across America, the tour across America that you're on, you know, what, you know, what were some of the highlights or you know, that, that the kind of the coolest, you know, you know, any kind of you know, memories that stand out from, you know, from, from that experience? That was, so it was, of course, during coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really cool experience because I got to see when I picked Get Gutsy as my platform, mm-hmm. I just thought in my favorite colors, purple, Crohn's and Colias is purple, Mrs. International is purple. I'm just going to tie these all together. Um, and when they contacted me, they were like, we're going to do this tour across America. And initially, it was all these different rallies and all these different 5Ks and marathon things across America. And we were going to do the tour across America. And I was like, this is perfect. Um, so eventually it went all virtual. But the coolest part, I think, was just being able to see my name on something that was that I helped create and that I stood for. And people were excited about it. And and that was just so cool. I mean, that was when my stuff came in, I still have my stuff in the office displayed, but when the stuff came in and it said, like I had the race number and the medal and everything, and it said, get gutsy right. across America. I was like, man, this is cool. And I got to go on the news and talk about how I was the national spokesperson for that. And Wow. I mean, yeah, I mean that's, that's amazing. I mean, I saw, I saw, you know, I saw my stuff. I think CJ still has his stuff. And it's just, that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, and I still run, even though I'm not doing pageants, I still run, get gutsy, just kind of low-key. Um, one of the biggest things for me was when I got diagnosed in the state of Oklahoma and when my daughter got diagnosed, we still had step therapy. So mm-hmm. I got 
a full round of years of misdiagnosis. And then when I was finally diagnosed, I had to deal with step therapy. And they're like, we'll try this medication. And I'm like, okay, is it going to work? And they're like, no, <laughs> try it. I'm like, great. So right. yeah, that was the biggest thing that I was fighting against because I had to fight it. And then my daughter had to fight it. And I was like, this is crap. Definitely. <laughs> you know actually you know just hearing your story and you being a part of all these beautiful platforms there are so many young young ladies and men that look up to you probably by you speaking and sharing that you have given so much motivation to you probably have no idea about i know for me um, i met um her name is jarlene she is an ostomy um, uh, where she have an ostomy and she have a urostomy. I think I said it correctly. And she's a model. She says, I think in Maryland or DC, one or two. And when I met her through, I saw her on a, like a regular old, like a, um, what was it, Essence? Some magazine. I was like, oh, she is so dope. Who is she? So I messaged her on, on um, Instagram. I said, you are such an inspiration. I don't know you personally, but you really are inspiring me because she was modeling, doing her thing out here in the world. And here I go, a little old girl from North Carolina had no idea she even knew about me. I was like, hey, this is the girl that was inboxing you a year ago. And now we're friends on Instagram. So that's very encouraging because a lot of us feel like we can't do anything but be sick, stay sick, and not know how to get well. But knowing life is more is beautiful in different areas when you have the confidence to do more things than just to be sick or feel sick all the time. So kudos to you. For doing everything you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate that. And that goes to saying, like, I've struggled with that a lot on Instagram and on social media about posting, you know, the, the good stuff, mm. uh, the high points. And so I post up and down about it. Sometimes I'll make clips about being bloated or being, you know, sick or whatever, or eating the wrong thing. Mm. Uh, but I think so like I disappeared for a while. I just posted today for the first time in like nine days. Uh, but I've been going through a lot of stuff with myself and my daughter and my family, my, you know, personal things. My actually, my grandma passed away a couple of weeks ago. So we've been dealing with that and just that stress. It's hard to explain to people that don't see you past Instagram. It's hard to explain how the stress hits different. I think when you have a chronic illness, um, and I try to, I try to use the spoon theory to explain to people that seems to be the most common, but I just try to be upfront about that my body's working overtime. And so when I have this added stress in my life, um, it takes me down more than it would another person. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, my husband and I got really excited about running a like to know it page and running fashion and stuff because I'm tall, I'm five foot 10. Um, and I like casual fashion. I like high fashion too, but I like casual fashion. I'm a thrift shopper. I hit Goodwill all the time. I love it. All my kids dress in Goodwill. Yeah. So like, I, like, like, I mean, my mom should hang out then. So, like, <laughs> so like, she's always jagged me to Goodwill, but every time I hang out with her. Yeah, but the fashion part of it, I was like, I want people to know, you know, what tall girls can wear that are affordable, 
that's Walmart, that's Goodwill, that's thrifting, you know, all these kind of things. These are tall girl styled. Mm -hmm. And so I post a lot on that and I get a, a lot of like to know it traffic and Instagram traffic from that. But then I, I start to feel bad when I don't post and I feel like I have to apologize for it. And yeah, so uh, my mom was actually saying today, I was like, oh, I haven't posted on Instagram in a few days. She was like, what are you apologizing for? You're, you have Crohn's, your daughter has an autoimmune disorder, you work full-time, you're a wife full-time. Why are you apologizing to these Instagram people for not keeping this up? She was like, just be genuine with them. That's what they're gonna appreciate. And yeah. so the more I started to be genuine with people on Instagram, and actually I became friends with another lady here in Oklahoma City that's a, a kind of a celebrity in her own right. Um, but she and I were talking about it too. And I was like, one day when I realized that I guess I should be real, more real than fake on Instagram, that's when everything started to take off. And so I started to be like, yes, you can be a queen. Yes, you can model. Yes, you can wear these fashions. And you can also have Crohn's. You can also show up to a podcast and no makeup and no lashes because it's real. Um, and that's okay. That's, it's not a bad thing. It's not something to look down on. That's my husband. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, and I can say, I mean, I didn't exactly expect you to, you know, to be done up like one of your poster or anything just, just to come on the show either. So, so, you know, I'm just happy you're here. Yeah. Thanks. Definitely. Definitely. As you know, you mentioned a good point about, you know, just um, having the platform that you have. Um, that we all have on different platforms we have in, individually outside of Crohn's Veteran. Mm -hmm. um, even for me, sometimes I may be like, hey, y'all, up in the face, and then for a couple of days, I'm going to go ghost. And yeah. um, the silence for me is not that I'm not posting. It's more so of today was not my best day. So do I share? Then I feel very, um, how do I work before? Very sad when People think that I'm always in a good mood or I'm always vibrant and go lucky. Oh, Renika, she never gets sick. Crohn's sick, she's always happy, but I smile through my pain, but I'm transparent. But when I'm not able to do either or, I have to have time for myself and I have to be unapologetically okay with that because we are persons that have a chronic illness. We do need time to remove that stress. So that's how I deal with that. But I also have had those type of challenges too. I want to be like, hey, I'm so sorry I see me in a week. Yada, yada, yada. But at the same token, I got to be like, well, I was going through this and third. And if I want to get real graphic, you'd be like, okay, well, I'm glad you did not post none of that on this, on this social media today. You know, but, you know, I mean, I definitely, you know, like raising my hand, I can definitely, you know, like, I guess third that, like, um, that's Renika, like, you know, that was kind of the reason I posted that video about my birthday is because I was thinking about, I never, ever, ever, ever show that part of me, you know, like, never, and, Jordan. And, and so like, and so like, and that's, and the reality is, is that's like called Tuesday, you know, and, <laughs> and so, and so like, you know, I always feel that way. I just, I just, you know, smile, hey, everything's fine, you know, like, you know, like you know, all that kind of stuff, but, you know, I think, you know, because it's almost like an overcompensation, like, you, you don't want to, you know, like, no one wants to hang out with, you know, or like, like, I don't want to like project sickness. And so, I'm, mm -hmm. and so, and so instead of, I'm, I'm like projecting the opposite of that, which is like, you know, I'm always fine. 
And so, and so, and because of that, people could think that I'm always five, but the reality is I'm sick, you know, I'm sick, you know, I'm very, very sick. And so, you know, every day. And so, but, but, you know, yeah. but so, and so I think it's just, so I don't know, maybe it's just, you know, like that crony life, you know, kind of that, yeah, that part of your part. Mm -hmm. That's why I was wondering too, like, I, I'm inclined to think that other people that have chronic illnesses do the same thing because you just, I don't want to be seen as the person that's like, oh, Ashley's always talking about her sickness. She always feels bad. Mm -hmm. So I, I do, like I overcompensate and I'm like, having the most fun day. You can be in my office. Hey, put eyelashes on. <laughs> and you know, that's, that's just a part of me. And I think that's probably a struggle with not just other IBD people, but probably with other chronic illness people. Because mm. I was actually, it was so funny. I was supposed to be on another podcast a few months ago and I was having just a really bad string of days. And so I had to contact her and be like, can we bump this back? Because I'm having just not, it's not good. I'm not having a good string of days. And she was like, yeah. So we bumped it back. And then she, she's also, she has another chronic illness. She was having a bad string of days. And she was like, hey, can we bump this again? Because I'm having a really bad go at it. And I was like, yeah, that's totally fine. And both of us were very apologetic. And so, yeah. And we, if you look at her social media around that time, it's all happy and look how I'm dealing with my chronic illness. And I think the most important thing for me and for my platform was not just showing. And I, I said, you know, get gutsy helping people tell their stories of overcoming adversity. But I probably should have said helping people tell their stories of dealing with adversity. Cause I don't think I, I mean, you don't overcome it. And that's why I was trying to tell people is it's chronic. It's going to be here forever. I don't overcome it. I just learned how to cope with it. I learned how to deal with it every day that's, and talk about it. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And so um, that's, that's true. Yeah. So, um, so what are, you know, you know, you mentioned that, you know, that, you know like you're, you're kind of, you know, you're, I don't know what the equivalent would be for, for women, like this Clark Kent, like your day job, you know, type thing. So like, um, but, you know, so like, what, what are your, um, you know, you're doing a lot of, you know, cool, you know, cool things with that. And so, you know, so what, what, what are your like long-term goals, plans, you know, you know, if everything goes your way, like, what do you hope to see, you know, you know, in your, in, the, in, in, in that part of your career? Uh, in my day job, I, so I'm lucky to have a job that understands where I'm coming from with my illness and also understands how hard it is to be the parent of a medically complex child. Mm. Um, and not many people have that. So that's, that's a blessing for me. I think long-term, I always, I always joke that I have the background. I've worked in nonprofits for 15 years now. So I have the background that if we were to win the lottery tomorrow, I would most likely start a nonprofit that paid the way of people to go to specialty clinics for their chronic illness. And I would like scholarship people to go to specialty clinics for their chronic illness. Um, mm -hmm. But I think, you know, long-term, I just, I love what I do. I love helping people to be cliche. I love helping people and my personal passion is helping people learn how to run their nonprofits right. So I'm working right now to develop a, not, it's a consulting firm, but not really a consulting firm um, to teach schools 
how to run the foundation that is attached to them correctly and okay. to run it in a way that actually helps students that is going to be helpful and legal at the same time uh, because it's a it's a joke in the foundation world when you work for a foundation that's attached to a school they always joke that you can either run it cleanly or run it efficiently mm -hmm. and <laughs> yeah we've been whoa the sun just went down in my room uh i've been blessed to to understand how to do both of those things and so i actually have a meeting tomorrow no next week uh with another school talking about how to structure their foundation structure their partnership to be helpful to students and also be clean and operating legal so that's long-term what I want to do, but hopefully one day you will see me living my best life, um, retired as a lady who lunches, and I want to wear big sun hats, mm. and I want to, yeah, have like two or three hour lunches. That's you heard, my, you uh, heard the dream, folks, it'll help Ashley you know, make it happen. So, so, look, so um, look, having lunch outside with a cocktail, probably, or, mock, or cocktail or mocktail, either one to see her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Renika and I are going to be ladies who lunch later in life. Ready? You have to have the hat. That okay. like beats the the dream. Okay, okay I got that's you. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, awesome. Cool, cool beans. Cool beans. Um, I guess um, you know, we're going to wrap things up. Um, I you know, I appreciate your time, Ashley. Um, you know, I. Um, and speaking of speaking of you know talking about your nonprofits and everything, well, of course, you know, Crow, you know Crow's veteran, you know, you know, we would love to you know reach out to you and you know hopefully collaborate and you know and um you know try to you know grow and all that kind of stuff you know you know be of service to each other all that kind of good stuff. And so um, but you know, how can how can people reach you know get, get in touch with you you know and the things that you're working on to you know to, to support you? Yeah, on Instagram it's the Ashley Gibson. Uh, that is my biggest social media presence. I don't do Twitter. My husband does. It's confusing for me. I just try to keep it Instagram. Uh, if you want to follow my pageant queens that I'm in charge of, it's Oklahoma International Pageants on Instagram. And yeah, just follow me on there. And if anybody wants to reach out to me, I generally, I'm not insanely popular celebrity. So I answer all the messages in time if I'm not going down <laughs> yeah i i love to hear from people if anybody wants to talk to me about any chronic illness not just crohn's or ibd um if they want to talk to me about pageantry about modeling i do pageant coaching on the side for young women i i mainly specialize in young young ladies and women that wouldn't otherwise be a, a pageant girl so awesome. you can actually you have any connects any um, plus size uh, people that want some plus size models? Just for your girl, Chrome Sex is always here. Put a plug out there so you know. <laughs> I, I actually might have, so I might have to message you later. I might have an well, idea. Well, thank you. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I love it. Um, that's uh, and uh, and of course, guys, if um, you know, if you want to support, you know, if you want to support the Crows Veteran Show, you know, you, you, you can check us out. At crossveteran.com, you know, if you like what you heard, if you like, 
you know, the, the conversation we had today with, you know, the amazing Ashley Gibson and Renika, Renika Wood. Um, you know, please, you know, please subscribe on, on, our, on our YouTube channel and, uh, and check us out on all you know, podcast platforms. Um, the, uh, actually, the website's back up. It was, it was broken. So, uh, so, so, now, so now it's back up. And, and um, so you can check out our, our, our amazing merch store on there and the new one's coming soon. Um, you know, it's a great, it's a great year full of fun stuff. There's a, there's a, uh, a Kochi, um, the, 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 the color of Crohn's and chronic illness symposium coming up later on this year. So mm -hmm. I, so I encourage folks to reach out to Melody Blackwell and support that. Um, but yeah, so, you know, thanks, thanks guys. Thanks, Ashley. Um, you know, wish you, wish you well, uh, in all your endeavors and you know, wish you continued success, you know, and, you know, and, uh, you know, and wishing your daughter a, a full recovery from that dental. Definitely. Thank you, Ash. Nice to meet you, Ash. Thank you very much. Nice to meet you. It's good.